The psychic battle to control Tokyo has gone global within a galactic orgies and irregardless of refutable, I find it asinine. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome, everybody. It's 420. Are you high? Yeah. What? No, I'm not high. You are high as a fucking kite. (laughs) I'm not high. No, I'm not high. Not tonight. But it is 420, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't know, you're listening to Radio Regardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and I'm your host, Mark Scalia. I'm a 26-year-old. Well, 26? What? What? I'm a 26-year stand-up comic, and I've been doing this for about three years now. And there's three ways you can listen to this wonderful show. The first, you can listen from my website, markscalia.com. And if you want to be part of the chat, you just click the box you're listening to, and it will zing you right over to the broadcasting site which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com. And we've got a bunch of listeners on tonight. We're going to be chatting them up with them. And the third way you can listen is if you don't have the time to listen live, because we always broadcast live, you can always listen to the podcast version, which once the show is done, it's then uploaded to iTunes, slightly edited for time, so that you can listen on your phone or your tablet or through the computer or however you want to listen. But we always broadcast live, and as we always do, we start our show out with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's it. just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? No. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And as I said earlier, it is 420, ladies and gentlemen. Now, a lot of people who don't would think 420 is just a pot thing, but 420 is actually, I believe, the arrest call when you're apprehended for pot, which th- nobody does that anymore. Like, you don't really, you really got to be having, a, you have to have a lot of pot on you for them to arrest you at this point. Most in most states is a misdemeanor. A lot of states, it's technically legalized, um, which is, you know, weird. It's like, you can go to one state and it's legal, and go to another state, it's not. They've got to figure that out. And I know it's the state's thing and blah, blah, blah. But it's 420. And we're celebrating this today. We're celebrating some 420 stuff. And there's a lot of stuff we got going on today. As a matter of fact, I've got three guests 
on tonight. I've got Christopher Scalia, my brother. He's going to be calling in. I'm going to call him in about 10 minutes at 9.15. And then at 9.30, Jason Bade, who's been a guest of the show. And usually we're drinking with Jason, but tonight we're going to go the other side of the coin. And we're going to talk to Jason about the Mary Jane. And, of course, then we're going to have an old favorite back, Matt Barry, who I, he is the only pot intro we've ever done for the show. As you guys may or may not know, every time the show starts, I play a clip of somebody using the word irregardless from the Internet, either a YouTube video or a television show or an audio program. And we're up to, let's see, we this show is number 107, and I've never played the same intro clip twice, and I got a ton more to go. But as a result, Matt Barry is the only, quote unquote, uh, he's got the CCC 420 intro clip, and where they go, man, that's good herb, it's irregardless, and which is funny. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, since we got a really packed show, <laughs> packed to <laughs> Back to the gills, as a matter of fact. We are going to play a quick little game with you. Something we haven't played with the listeners in a while. We haven't played Sounds Like Sex to Me. What do you think about that? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play Sounds Like Sax to Me, where I'm going to play you a saxophone solo, and you have to identify the song that it comes from, and we're going to go fairly quick on this. Here's the first one, guys, and you're playing against each other, so just type it in if you know it. Here's the first one. Anybody? That's like that's from the seventies and early eighties. That's a really cool song. That's a really cool song, and it's featured good long saxophone. That's that's like eighteen seconds worth of saxophone. Anybody? We got to move on. Oh, forget me, boys. My brother said, "Forget me not," as my sister said. So my sister gets it right. You know this game, sax man. That's right. That is forget me nots. Yes, it's send you forget. It's just forget me nuts. That's what it is. So there's a first one. Here's another one. This was a big song when I was a kid. This is uh, early 80s. See if you get this one. I had not heard this song in forever. I don't think anybody's going to get this one. It's real tough. That's 34 seconds worth of saxophone solo. That's a tough one. No one's going to get that one. It was one of my favorite songs growing up. The video was actually really cool. It was part cartoon, and it was part claymation. Uh, it was from like 82, 80. It was, I was a kid, so yeah, like 81, 82, and everybody, whatever. But, I'll, you know, I'm just going to play for it because it's too cool. It's the Alan Parsons Project. Don't answer me. Don't answer me. Don't break the silence. Don't 
now you remember it. Don't answer me. Stay on your island. Don't let me in. That song was so fucking cool. Don't answer me by the Alan Parsons project. All right. Now, Phil, here's a chance to win everything. Here's the last one. That is again. That's uh, that's early '80s. <laughs> How do you not know that one? Chris said the time of our life. Chris and Phyllis said time of my life. <laughs> Technically, it's I've had in parentheses the time of my life. <laughs> so I will have to give it more to Phyllis. Then Chris, with time of my life, she got it more of it. So I'm going to give that to Phyllis. You know, this game sacks me. Yes. And Chris, you're going to get this. Okay, moving on. Because you're not, well, you're close, but nobody puts baby. In, well, you know, baby's going to put you in a corner. Actually, I'm going to be calling you in about three minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. I'm your host, Mark Scalia. And when we come back, we're going to have the first of our three guests, uh, Christopher Scalia. He's the host of the new YouTube channel um, called, and I believe I'm going to get it right, Restaurant. And he's going to be on, he's going to tell us a little bit uh, a little bit more about that. And also, we're going to play a, um, a very fun game with him when we come back. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However, since 1993, modern-day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. For just pennies a day. You can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America. Because we can all use a little more sax. Hey, I'm Josh Williams, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, the only show so bad you couldn't even put it on radio. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and joining me via Skype is my little brother, Christopher Scalia. Hello! Hello! Finally, he's on the show. Uh, for yes. for a good reason. So, Chris, <laughs> for the best reason. So, for the best reason, yeah. So, so there's a couple things I want to get. Uh, I want to get to you because we're uh, we're going to throw three guests, so we're going to have you on this segment. So, first, tell everybody about your website. It's on YouTube and it's called Restaurant. 
Yes, my YouTube channel. It is YouTube. Uh, well, it's sorry, YouTube.com backslash Cuball Chris. Yes, and I put that in the uh, I put that in the chat line. And for those of you listening, it's Cuball C U E B A L L C H R I S, uh, and that's YouTube.com forward slash Cuball Chris. Now, th- explain a little bit of the uh, of the concept of the show. It is for people in the business that don't have the ability to vent on their guests and they call up and can complain about anything as, as uh, mundane as a guest coming in and having to sit in 14 different tables before they decide like which table is perfect for them. Anywhere from that to uh, just telling about what things people do in restaurants that you shouldn't do, like letting your kids run around and destroying Everyone else's good time. It's it's oh, just people, a way for service. Yeah, but people aren't going to stop doing that. The, people don't have the option to yell at our uh, our guests without getting fired. Right, but people aren't going to stop doing that. Kids, kids run around. Kids, kids are kids. People are people, and they figure, you know, I own the place because I I'm paying money here. Right, and I tell them, put your little offspring on a leash. I mean, it's just horrible <laughs> that those little things run around. <laughs> it's bad enough they had them and brought them into the place in the first place. Now, why do you, run around. why don't you explain to the audience why you're such an expert on this? You just don't. Well, you, you no, know, I, you, you I just don't go to restaurants. restaurants. My entire there life, I worked. Uh, started working in restaurants when I was 14. I got working papers and started working at Riley's Roast Beef with our mom, yeah, and our sister. And uh, I fell in love with restaurants, and I've been working them ever since. So I've got about 29 years in the business, and. I've seen everything. I've seen people get hit in the face with beer glasses. I've seen been there, done uh, that. <laughs> I've seen the rudest guests in the world. I've seen the best guests in the world. I've gotten hundred dollar handshakes, and I've waited on celebrities. So I think I've I've, I've run the gambit of waiting on every person out there. So uh, I think I'm I'm pretty much qualified to tell people that just because you ordered. A hamburger doesn't give you the right to sit in my booth for four hours in the middle of a Friday night. <laughs> Is that one of the most annoying things? It's they, probably going to be right up there. They take up it's space. Right up there. It's right. It is right up there at the top of the list. And uh, and the worst thing I the thing I think I hate to hear the most is uh, there's actually two things. Don't worry, I'll take care of you. And I'm in the business. Which could mean that you work at McDonald's. I don't know. Well, well, wait a minute. When we go out to restaurants, you actually use that phrase, I'm in the business. Right. But I am one of the few people that actually tips properly and <laughs> over tips. But it's, it is what it is. Uh, it's, um, I think I'm qualified to tell people what they should and shouldn't be doing. But I can't say that to a person's face. So let me ask you this. Because, because, you've been in the, because you've been in the restaurant business for 29 years. Let me ask you this. Now, some people do 10% tip. Some people do 20% tip. Most of the time, I tip like 20% because the math is easier. And I know technically it's 15% if you want to do it. Hold on it a second. It was 15%. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. This is in 1927. About what are you, what are you talking about? It was 15% back in no, the 20s and 30s. No, it's 15% now. Okay. A, a gratuity is fifteen percent. Always has been. Always will be. Uh, that's a minimum gratuity. But go ahead. What is? What, <laughs> Wait what a minute. A minimum. Saying, go ahead. <laughs> a minimum gratuity. 
That's a minimum gratuity. That's if the person showed up. No, 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 no. You did see my thing about tipping is tipping is something that is optional for the person. And if you think service is good, then yes. That is true. Twenty percent is not standard. Twenty go fuck itself. Twenty keep their prices low and can afford to not pay their staff by keeping their prices low. So they pass the savings on to the guests. And the custom, because of that fact, is to tip appropriately. And here's a little quick story about tipping. Did you know that back in the olden days, speaking about 1927, you used to walk into a restaurant and put your money on the table ahead of time at the beginning of the meal. So that way the the server knew how much money they were going to get. The person that left more money or put more money up got faster service. So the word tip is actually tips is an acronym. It stands for to ensure prompt service. The person who paid up the most money got the faster service, which I think they should go back to. And this is what you'll be hearing on the restaurant. The restaurant. <laughs> All about things like that. But let me, then what about this? If the standard tip is 20% now and service is shit, the server is just an idiot or they're slow. And I, and most people know the difference between the server is slow and the restaurant is slow. The kitchen is slow. And right. they know the kitchen is slow. Right. Um, I can tell the difference. Now, with, with something like that, I would tip maybe 10%. I would even go lower if I don't, like, I would give something, but I would, I would tip, really. I would tip 15%. And if it was terrible, I might not tip at all. It would have to be exceptionally terrible. But I would still tip 15% and I would leave a note. I would leave something that the server would know. Usually if you leave two pennies um, with a tip, even if you just leave two pennies alone without a tip, <laughs> uh, one penny up, one penny down, it indicates you, poor service. It sends a message. <laughs> it does. It's, it's kind of, it does. It's like it's like the uh, horse's head. Yes. I, the, I, uh, took a, I took a shit in a booth and I figured maybe the tip wasn't, you know, that's my tip. It's, I'm trying to tell you that you didn't do a good job is what I'm trying to tell you. Well, I, I'd like to tell you a real quick story. Speaking <laughs> about restaurants and uh, I, I had actually a blind date last night. It was absolutely terrible. Uh, <laughs> I, I showed up and this girl, I mean, she, she had meth mouth. We'll just say that. Shit, what? So I saw meth mouth. What is muff mouth? Meth, meth mouth. What is muff mouth? Meth mouth, M-E-T-H, meth, as in... Oh, meth. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like meth mouth. Meth mouth? Meth mouth. Meth mouth. I don't know. When she, when she said, when she texted <laughs> me, she was DTF, and I got there, I was hoping DTF was down to floss. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was horrendous. For those of you so, young people listening, the, or I should say, for those of you old people, DTF is usually down to, uh, down to fuck. Right. And, and now I was she's hoping it meant down to floss down because to f- she was horrendous. Really? Um, yeah. And uh, She must have been really thin, though. I, that must have been hot. I, I, sat there, I sat there, and she was planning on staying the night at my house, and about after about half an hour. Wait, wait, on a blind date? Yeah, she was, I mean, real crazy. I, but if there's a crazy girl within 100 feet, or within 100 miles, I'll attract her. Like, like, like shit, like stink to shit. I'll, I'll just attract them. But she was planning on spending the night because she didn't want to travel back to her house. Where's she so live? Where, what town? What's that? New Bedford? Uh, Watertown. Watertown. There's no meth in but, um, Watertown. Yeah, but she, she didn't always live in Watertown. And you can travel. You know, they have things called cars. You can leave the city. Yeah, I know. Uh, she wasn't under house arrest, which I was surprised about. <laughs> Phyllis just but, said, I shaved his back for nothing. 
Oh yeah, I'm like Chewbacca. I like smuggling Chewbacca in the back of my shirt. Um, but, Zooks. And I bought I bought condoms too. Anyways, um, so after I tell her, this is not a restaurant rant, by the way. After <laughs> no, this is just a quick story about what happened to me last night. You want? I can tell you first, last, and first best, and, and no, this uh, is a long. This is just a long story. <laughs> no, but this will be it'll be quick. It's over in a minute. Okay, because I was we were in a restaurant. Because I keep interrupting. So, That's why the story's going long. <laughs> let me just say it. So. Um, after about half an hour, I gathered up the courage to say, look, I'm just not feeling this. And I don't think you should stay at my house. So she's like, well, can I at least get another drink? You can drive me home. I'm like, sure. So she orders another drink. And then she's like, I'm going out to have a quick cigarette. Now this brings a whole new definition to the expression emergency exit, because I paid the check and I've never done this before in my life. Never had the need to, but I was out of there. I went through the kitchen first and then realized i couldn't get out and then went through a side emergency exit door to avoid this date hopped in my car you didn't drive her home convertible you didn't drive her home out of there like alancer you didn't drive her home uh no i drove myself home why didn't you drive her home you said you would that's cold though that's (laughs) Uh, cold look if you had been there you know something? I've been, been there. You would have been out of here so fast, your underwear would have had to catch up with you. I've I've been there where I've been on dates, and the dates were not the the date the girl I was with. I was not into it all. It was just horrendous. It was not going well, and I followed through with the date. You just go. Well, she you, had her she had her car there, but she wanted to stay at my house. Then why would she want she, you to drive her home? Because. She wanted to go back to her place. Maybe she had been drinking. She didn't want to take. She didn't want to drive her car. Oh. So she wanted me to drive, regardless. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like that's why I, I hightailed it out of there. I jumped in my uh, car and got out of there like you can't believe. All right. So, <laughs> and then to top it off, no, this story's the getting longer. Use the bathroom. No, this story. And there's a squirrel in my living room. There's a, a what? squirrel, a real life squirrel. Ah. <laughs> uh. Life has just been real fun this last day. I was waking up at four twenty in the morning to smoke, and there's a squirrel in my living room. Uh, you know, um, so I gave I gave him a hit and sent him on his merry way. All right. Well, speaking of hit, let's play a quick game before I let you go. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you five right. questions. I'm going to ask uh, Jason five questions and Matt five questions, and the three of you are going to compete against each other. So we're going to play a cool game called. <laughs> Crayon or cannabis? There's 420 somewhere. I know that. Here we go. So I'm going to give you two choices. I'm going to give you a choice of something. You have to tell me which is which. The example would be something like um, uh, brick red or red brick. Or I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know a lot of pot thing. I don't want to give it away. So you ready? Do you know how to play? So I'm going to give oh, you so two. You mean like uh, the name of a, a strain of pot or yes. the color? In a box of Crayola. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yes, here we go. All right. So which is which? Crayon or cannabis? Lucky Charms and Stonewashed. Which is which? Uh, Lucky Charms is absolutely a strain of cannabis. <laughs> okay. And Stonewashed is a crayon. It must be a crayon. It is. <laughs> All right, there's one. Let's go with Burnt Orange and Red Berry. Burnt orange is a crayon, and red berry is a strain of Kush. <laughs> He's getting them all right today. <laughs> okay, mango tango, and Colorado string cheese. 
Uh, Mango Tango is a crayon, and Colorado string cheese is a cannabis strain. That's correct. This one's tough. Blue Lightning and Midnight Blue. Blue Lightning is a strain. Midnight Blue is a color. (laughs) Oh, my God. He may be five for five. This one's really tough. Purple Mountain's Majesty or Purple Urkel? Purple Urkel is a strain, and Purple Mountain's Majesty is a color. There's 420 somewhere. <laughs> I know that. All right. You got five for five. Perfect. It's going to be tough for that. <laughs> we know our pot. <laughs> now, here's what I want to say. Oh, and, then, and now, by the way, 420 is a police code for murder in Las Vegas, not for marijuana. That's a urban legend. Wasn't a 420 it, it call? It's absolutely an urban legend. Oh. <laughs> I want to know. Now, and now you know. And knowing it's half, you know it's half the battle, G.I. Joe. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What is that? I'm shaking out my grinder to roll a blunt. Okay, there we go. So, <laughs> let me let you go. But before we do that, favorite nickname for marijuana? Um, It would have to be... Uh, the sticky icky. <laughs> I love the sticky icky. The sticky. I say I get the stickiest of the icky. <laughs> All right, Chris. Hey, thanks for being a guest on the show. I, uh, <laughs> hey guys, listen to his show, The Restaurant. He's going to talk about stuff that happens at restaurants. Tells you how it's much taboo. He should talk about <laughs> everything that needs to be tipped. And all that stuff. Chris Scalia, uh, my brother, and a guest of the show. And, uh, hey, Thank when's you. the show going to be on, by the way? it's a, I'm going to be starting it off as a uh, webisodes. So what I'm doing is um, going into different restaurants, speaking to managers, and asking them if I can power their restaurants as a set. And I'll be doing a couple of uh, guests coming in that I'll be pretend waiting on. And they'll do all the things you're not supposed to do in a restaurant. And no. I'll explain why you're not supposed to be doing them. It's uh, gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a little like skits at first, and then it'll be a webisodes, uh, and then as I progress, hopefully I'm I'll get a spot right in before you. I'll do eight o'clock and lead into your show, so they can have the any, Scalia brothers on Wednesday nights. That it'll that would be good. It'd be the, the must listen to Wednesday. Well, then again, you could do that. Well, you can't do ten o'clock because you're everybody's working. So all right, right. Well, thank you, Chris, for being part of the show. This is Radio Irregardless, and we're going to take our second break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Jason Boddy about things. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. I've got a surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. Police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. She's built sweet. She got everything. And what could you need? 
What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new To Catch a Predator. You're one ugly motherfucker. This is Sandy Summers, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hey, Mark, if a comedian does a promo and nobody's there to hear it, did it really happen? And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I'm doing one more thing, and I think I got the right number. I'm going to be calling Jason. I think I... Let's see if this works. Hello. Jason. Hey, Mark. Jason. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I just called the wrong number, and then you text me. I was like, this poor woman's listening to promos to catch a predator, and then she gets me. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I hang up the phone. So, so, oh, man, right. uh, so guys, uh, this is welcome on the phone line, Jason Body, everybody. Jason, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This was a hard uh Harbin to prepare for getting like just the right level of stone by nine thirty. <laughs> I, I got I got things to do, you know. Like I had to make dinner and go out and grab something from the store. And, uh, you, know. <laughs> you got to time it. You got to work it out. That's the time. No, you really do. One. You don't want to be so in the zone that you're not talkative and <laughs> it's a radio show after all. <laughs> So, uh, Jason, you've been a guest of the show, and usually when you're on, we do the drinking game because you are, and I put your information in the chat as well. You give me a title of what you do for RavenHollowWinery.com. Oh, okay. So for Raven Hollow Winery, uh, I make wine um, from fruit grown mostly at a local farm in Westfield, Massachusetts. Uh, we are owned by a farm. And uh, they're one of the largest producers of blueberries in the area, and so we make a blueberry wine. We make strawberry, strawberry, rhubarb, peach. These are all wines made, uh, you know, just from the fruit on the label and some little sugar to get the alcohol content up. Um, you know, uh, there's no grape wines in a lot of these. They're, they're kind of unique in that way. And then we also have some traditional stuff as well, where I bring the grapes in, you know, from California or Chile or something like that, and I'll make, uh, I'll make some traditional wines that people are used to as well. So with Raven Hollow, you're up and running now because you got to, mm-hmm. like one of the first times you came in, you we were just drinking the wine you were making. They didn't even labels on the bottles. And now, yeah, and yeah they, they were all my test batches. They were yeah. your test batches. And now uh, you're like going at it like killer. And uh, I think, you know, the labels look fantastic. And we've had, and you guys have branched out. You have even more wine. You not more. You're still experimenting, but you have a, a whole series of wines, which I can't wait to get you back in the studio because yeah. I love I love that wine. I'm always experimenting. I mean, that's exactly you know what I love about the job is I can you know come up with creative wines. Like one of my wines is a strawberry rhubarb wine. Mm-hmm. It's actually my most popular wine right now and that's just just a couple things that i probably wouldn't have thought to put together in a wine if i hadn't heard of the pie you know um and uh but right now we have about 14 different wines and uh and you know we're always cycling different ones we have new stuff coming out right now i have a sweet plum wine and a new blackberry wine that we just released last week Hmm. that sounds really interesting is that more like is it more like a grape because i would think it would be blackberries in, in a lot of ways, yeah, it's like a mellow, uh, very low tannin uh, red wine. You know, it's not very sweet. Uh, it goes down really smooth. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's pretty great. And, you know, we have a tasting room down at the winery, so if you ever find yourself in western Massachusetts, feel free to come on by. We're mostly open on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right now we're in those uh, winter hours, but we're about to expand the hours for the spring. And on the weekends we have live music. Like, you can come out from 2 to 4 on a Sunday. You can listen to some, uh, you know, live jazz. We'll, we'll bring some bands out there. We have a nice area outside where we set up another bar, shade you from the sun. And uh, and you can listen to some live music out there. It's pretty fun. Very a lot of good nice. Area too. Well, I'm going to yeah. be out there. Uh, I got a live remote. I'm doing. I think May because I'm in Calgary in two weeks, and I think it's May May 11th. I'll be in the Springfield area, so maybe I'll uh, I'll come by. I don't know if you're going to be around because I know I'm doing the show. We were trying to do a cross promotion thing, but we're at a venue yeah. that won't allow cross promotion of booze. You can't bring your own booze in. Exactly. Like, what a bunch of fucking whores. I hate people like that. No, those are kind of the things I have to think about all the time, too, because when we were ta- thinking about that promotion, I didn't talk about this with you. I was thinking, oh, man, if I'm going to be serving my wine uh, at an external location, I have to, I have to actually apply for permits in the area to do it. Um, and sometimes it even costs money, you know, to do that. And you have to get the establishment to agree yeah. you know, to let you do that too. It's all so. caca. <laughs> yeah, it can be a little complicated when you're dealing with regulated substances. I mean, it's legal, but <laughs> they're still pretty tight on it. I know. <laughs> I'd rather smoke pot anyway. Yeah. So it's, so I would, that was my next question between drinking and smoking, which would you, mm-hmm. which is the better buzz? I, I definitely uh, prefer um, marijuana to alcohol any day. Um, I like wine because I like the complexities of the flavors. And um, same thing with beer and spirits. You know, they all have, you know, these flavor profiles that you really can't get from food. And they're so unique uh, in adding things like wood, barrel aging. And so you get these these great complexities in flavors and, and mouth feels and so on. Um, that's one of the, that's the main reason why I really like working with wine, beer, and spirits. Um, I like to create that. But uh, as far as the buzz itself, um, you know, I've, I've learned, you know, having worked at the winery and everything, to be very careful about what I drink uh, when I'm working because I don't like actually being, uh, you know, drunk. Um, and, uh, yeah. you know, it makes it hard to get your job done. Right. Um, and then you drive home and they get in trouble. So, uh, I try to keep that to a minimum. I've learned to spit when I taste now. And, uh, and, and it's not like that with marijuana. I, so, I feel like completely in control. It sounds like um, the blind date my brother had. Just, yeah. <laughs> you gotta spit, don't swallow. Anyway. Oh, gross. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel, I feel much more in control. Uh, you know, when when I when I smoke weed, I have to be careful. My daughter's like right under me. Well, like, the thing um, is, I've had. I mean, when I was in when I was in Texas visiting a friend, he had medical marijuana, yeah. which you know, medical marijuana is like grown hydroponically. It's like done. It's like not all that shit is in it. It's really it's done right. It's not fucking around. Yeah. And when I when I smoked, because I don't smoke a lot at all very very infrequently and sometimes when i smoke i get i get weirded out but when i smoked medical marijuana i was like what the fuck this is just fucking awesome well in having availability to medical marijuana too has made people more aware of what strains of pot will give them the desired high you know so that you know like there's indica and sativa one is really cerebral the other's like more of a body high that kind of knocks you you know uh but i I always prefer the you know the more mellow high that kind of sits in the background eases my anxiety kind of calms the voice yeah a little bit lets me focus more 
on, on what I'm doing. When I was a kid, you know, I was labeled as a learning disability because I had a focus issue as a young adult, you know, after this period in your 20s when you don't really know how to self-regulate. You know, I, I spent a lot of time watching The Simpsons and smoking weed and I was in the apartment <laughs> for two days, you know. Um, but then, yeah, you grow up and you got shit to do and you got bills to pay, and uh, and but you still want to, you know, be able to, you know, yeah. have that. And you start to realize that this can actually, uh, you know, make even maybe your day-to-day or week-to-week life a little bit easier just by kind of, at least for me, yeah. letting you focus well, on what you're doing and not so much on the problems that you're kind of creating for yourself. Well, that type of pot is, I'm telling you, when I smoked it, it was like, it was like sipping a brandy. There was no, yeah. there was no imperative to drink it all, to drink it fast or smoke it fast. There was no imperative to, like with booze, sometimes it, there's like an imperative to do it. There's a pressure to do yeah. it. There's a, there's an expectation to do it. And then what you're going to get out of it. It's like, well, you can't, you can't go somewhere and, and not drink to have a good time. You know, it's, yeah. it's like that kind of thing. Oh, when you have a beer, nobody sips a beer all night. They either chug a fucking beer or they drink, a, you know, a hundred of them. You know, that's kind of the thing. But with like a brandy or a, like a scotch, it's you can sit down and you can just sip it and you're like mellowing out. And medical marijuana is like that. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't find myself really going out of control, uh, you know, with marijuana. As a matter of fact, my uh, my paraphernalia uh, bit of choice is a little you know, piece of metal that looks like a cigarette. It's painted like a cigarette and you can put just enough weed in that one little chamber to get a small hit. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, instead of trying to load a bong and, you know, <laughs> and just suck down as much as you can. You hear that, um, Chris? You know, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that one little hit though, you know, that one little hit lets you regulate pretty much, you know, just about what level you want to be at. And, and that's, that's the way we smoked the pot. That's why we smoked it in, uh, when I was in Texas, it was a little pipe and there was just enough to smoke, to actually inhale like twice, take two drags off it. And yeah, that was exactly. it. And I was like, what the, f- why do you want, you know, why would you want to do more than that? I think when I was a kid, my mother, we got high with my mother because um, <laughs> she had pot. And we're like, if, if oh, she, wow. she, her thing was, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it with me or in front of me. So, of course, <laughs> I had smoked pot in the past. My sister did too. So, we grab the pot and we like, we smoke, we go, and then we turn around and then inhale the smoke. And she's like, what the fuck? So. <laughs> It was really funny. It's fun the first time you smoke with your folks, isn't it? Yeah, it was weird. It was, we were kind of showing off though a little bit because we were way used to, you know, and my mother had got it for whatever. But, you know, then you could get a joint and the joint, you could have the joint for a couple months. Like you'd you'd smoke a little and then you tamp it out and you'd never smoke the whole fucking thing. Now, like, I don't understand people getting pulled over like bags of fucking pot. I don't, Chris, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, I rarely care. What I actually have is, you know, because I, I have a PhD. I worked in a lab for a number of years, and I actually took with me uh, a little plastic disposable uh, throwaway centrifuge tube. And it has a, a closable, you know, uh, uh, pop to it mm-hmm. and it's completely airtight and so you can put your stuff in there carry it around in your pocket and nobody will smell it ah. <laughs> when I a... used to smoke cigarettes I took a smaller tube and I used to put my butts of the cigarettes in there ah. I, uh, I don't want to smell like cigarettes but I also don't want to litter 
<laughs> you know what's funny? There was a comic came to the show. He's been on the, he's been on my show before. He bought pot. He buys it all the time. And he goes to like a dispensary, and he has a mason jar, and it was full, like full, like pickled eggs kind of full and i i could smell it through the glass and through his bag i go dude you smell he goes yeah he goes i got that. and i'm like i like in the middle of the show we're just about ready to start he takes the thing and i i couldn't control myself i went what the fuck and like and he goes shh, shh, what the fuck and i go dude that's like showing me you got a, like a stick of c4 i mean i can't i've never seen that much oh my god so now you yeah, now you do a lot of different things. I mean, you know, you're doing yeah. a wine thing. You get a PhD. You've been in the show. You wine, and we, you got a lot of stuff going on. But I want to play a game that I just played with my brother called okay. crayon or cannabis. Now I'm going to give you two names. One is going to be a kind of crayon, and the other is going to be cannabis. Now my brother got five for five. Yeah, which I heard that. that's, that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be tough. So yeah. realistically, you got well, a 50, me, you got a fifty fifty shot. A little bit here. A little, a little hit. A little. No, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. For you. <laughs> All right, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, just to declaim it, we're not encouraging the use of marijuana, but you know, I. Oh no, that was an e-cigarette. That was an e-cigarette. It was an e-cigarette. Okay, good. It was a vape. He was yeah, vaping. Right. All right, here we it go. Wasn't an e-cigarette. Which okay. one? Which one is which? Crayon or cannabis? Razzmatazz and Schnozberry. <laughs> uh, I want to say Razzmatazz is uh, the crayon, and what was the other one? Shazberry. Schnozberry, like from Schnoz- Willy Wonka. Oh, Schnozberry. That could be a crayon. No, that's going to be the weed. That no, is correct. That is correct. Right. How about Tickle Me Pink and Pink Panther? Oh, uh, ooh. <laughs> now I'm like visualizing Pink Panther written on a crayon. What was the other one? Tickle Me Pink? Tickle Me Pink and Pink Panther. Oh, damn. All right, let's say Tickle Me Pink is, oh, yeah, this is probably wrong, is the weed and Pink Panther's the crayon. that's wrong damn it tickle me pink is a Uh, crayon and pink panther is cannabis (laughs) uh, i have an active imagination my brother goes pink panther is weed (laughs) yeah okay okay six for six now how about this see what you have to get more than matt then i guess it's uh jorge's diamond or and tumbleweed which is which Jorge's Diamonds, the weed, Tumbleweed's the crayon. That is correct. <laughs> right. How about Unmellow Yellow and Yellow Submarine? Mm. Unmellow Yellow? Unmellow Yellow and Yellow Submarine, which is which? The Yellow Submarine is the weed, Unmellow Yellow is the crayon. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> How about this one? How many more do I got? Just Are one we, more. You like one yet? Just one oh, more. Okay. Martian mean green and screaming green. <laughs> oh, please, please, please. Martian mean green's the weed. <laughs> screaming green is the, is the crayon. There's 420 somewhere. I know that. All right. So you got four out of five. 
So uh, Chris is still the leader, but you got four out of yeah. five. So Jason, I'm I was go- really unsure about that one. I was going against my instincts <laughs> on the one I got wrong, but it was tight. All right, we're going to yeah. take our third and final break. Uh, Jason, uh, your uh, website is on the RavenHollowWinery.com, and you can go visit that. Thanks for being part of the show, Jason. Oh, and my favorite straight, my favorite name for a straight. Oh yeah, what's it? We did Pacololo. 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 That's the Hawaiian word for weed. <laughs> so now we have a new one. Jason. Sorry, I didn't mean to take over your No, show, no, but... no, my God. That's for, uh, thank you for reminding me. I almost forgot it. All right, guys. Uh, we're well, gonna... I thought about it. I was prepared. <laughs> we are gonna take our, uh, we're going to take our third and final break. And we come back, we're going to talk to Matt Barry when we come back. You are listening to Radio Irregardless, and we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hey, this is Kyle Daly. You're listening to Radio Air Regardless with Mark Scalia. And if you think the show sucks now, you should hear what it's like before post-editing. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype, and I think I got him, Matt Barry. Hey, what's up, man? There he goes. This is Matt Barry. Hey, you know what the most amazing thing? I called three different people using two different types of technology, and all three of them worked out nice, and they're all fought us. It's fucking weird. Oh. <laughs> I mean, look, there's been a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes pre- uh, preparation for this on my end. Um, I had to like, download Skype. I couldn't remember my Skype username. I actually set up a new Skype account so I could do this. It's so fun. So, guys, uh, for those who don't know, Matt Barry has been a guest on the show before. Uh, Matt Barry is a very funny comic. You can follow him on his own website, mattbarrysocks.com. And you yeah, can figure and that'll out- have link to all- links to all my social media outlets, too. Yeah. I, now, you're at a show tonight, correct? Yeah, I'm at Comics at Mohegan Sun oh. in Connecticut. Uh, we're doing a 420-themed show. It actually just wrapped up. That was that big noise at the beginning. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I heard some uh, I heard some yelling. I'm hearing some yelling now. Good for you, man. I don't want to – see, I don't want to keep it too long because, you know, there's probably an after party. Oh, no way, man. I have to go to work tomorrow. What? <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they gave me the afternoon off for 420, and then I was like, what about the next morning? They were like, come on, man. Like, you can't. How much time do you want off? <laughs> so funny. So we're having a good show so far. We've had some discussions about uh, about pot. Mostly, my brothers talked about. We had my brother on. He's he's going to do a website uh, restaurant. It's called on YouTube. We had Jason, who usually we have on for drinking, and we've got you. So how did the show go on at uh, at comics tonight? The four twenty theme. Who else was on the show? How'd it go? Uh, it was me and Brian Bowden, uh, who's 
hilarious part coming from Rhode Island. A um, couple of guys making their, their debut at the club, Alan Fitzgerald and John Tilson. And then it was hosted by Ryan Browse, who hosts a uh, fair amount of shows over there. It went swimmingly. It went it went fantastically. Was everybody uh, was everybody all uh, as my friend in Houston would say, is everybody all hot up? <laughs> um, well, the audience was for sure. <laughs> but I got to the show and like the the two guys who were doing the guest spots, like they weren't stoned, and I felt then I felt weird because then like the staff isn't stoned either, and I'm the only stone guy around. Everyone knows that, and so like I'm on edge. Everybody's talking to me like I don't get what they're saying. It was a very strange dynamic. That's so fucking funny. What's your favorite? What's your favorite kind of weed? We were talking about uh, medical marijuana, hydroponic, and talking about smoking it as a one as a one hit in the pipe or a bong. What's your favorite choice of uh, your vehicle? I should say. I'm a joint guy. Um, yeah, you don't ever have to clean them out or anything. I I, I live with my parents, so a big uh, a big part of smoking weed is subterfuge. So. <laughs> Really avoiding an apparatus is uh, a high priority on my list. Uh, it's very portable. It's easy to dispose of. If you run into trouble with the law, I would highly uh, recommend smoking via joint. <laughs> so, so it's more of, let's say, I totally prefer joints, but don't use them much, as Jason said. Uh, so I've never, I never thought of it like that. It's the transportability of it. That's because, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, joints are how the ninjas smoke weed. <laughs> You're a pot ninja. <laughs> yeah. That's too fucking funny, man. Uh, so you were the only one high at a show tonight celebrating fucking pot. No, Brian Brian was high too. So uh Okay. So he was we were on the same page. Uh we went towards the, the end, but we were yeah, we were able to unite with the other high people uh, <laughs> after the show. It was great. People are uh people are raving about it. I was yeah, I was actually uh, I was in the handshake parade right before I stepped oh, away to nice. take this call. Nice. It was. Th- did they have a buffet at the show? No, 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 they did not. That would have been a fantastic idea. But you know what? They would have lost money on that. Like, there's no way. <laughs> you would have to sell tickets for like seventy five dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah, just to recoup that cost. Did a did a pretty big crowd for a Wednesday too, around like the hundred fifty range. It was nuts. oh nice. Nice. And the the club down at the the comics, that's at Foxwoods, right? It was at Foxwoods and then it moved over to Mohegan Sun. Oh, now, yeah, I don't want to make fun of that. There we go. All right. So that makes sense. So, and it's doing really well over at Mohegan. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's great. Um, I've been here for a couple weekends. It's like it was it took uh, maybe a couple months to gain traction at the beginning, but yeah, you know, the the crowds here are always huge. They're always uh, pretty receptive. Yeah, it's a great club. Very cool. So here's what I'm going to do, Matt. This is the game we played with everybody else. All right. <laughs> We're playing a game called Crayon or Cannabis. So what okay. I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two descriptions, either a crayon or a strain of cannabis, and you have to tell me which is which. Now, my brother got five for five. Jason got four, oh four out of five, so it tells you how educated. And because you're just a strictly kind of a joint guy, it, you might be the lowest score, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm old school. I'm not a strange guy, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I'm worried about the street cred I'm going to lose, but uh, I'm willing to make that gamble. I'm, not a lot of people listen to this show, so don't worry. 
Oh, okay. You know, that's true. All right, here we go. Um, which is which? Kryptonite and green crack. Uh, I'm going to say green crack is the weed and kryptonite is the crayon. That is correct. <laughs> nice. If I said fresh air and strawberry cough, <laughs> that's an easy one. <laughs> Gave it to you. I'm going to say strawberry cough is the weed and fresh air <laughs> is the crayon. <laughs> that is correct as well. If I said after school special and twister. Oh, that's a tricky one. This is tough. Yep. I'm going to say after school special is the weed and Twister is the crayon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's three for three nice. so far, everybody. He could beat this. You may beat the guy with a PhD tonight. How funny is that going to be? <laughs> um, let's see. Lemon, lime, zing, or purple cross? I'm going to say... Lemon lime zing is the weed. Purple cross is the crayon. This one's super hard. <laughs> no, <laughs> the other uh, way around. Lemon lime zing is the crayon, and purple cross is the cannabis. Ah, uh, so so far you're gonna tie the guys. Was it zing is a crayon? My brother knows all of them. It's ridiculous. And finally, the last one. <laughs> This one's purple train wreck or magic potion. Now that's tricky. I'm going to say uh, purple train wreck is the cannabis and magic something is the uh, is the crayon. <laughs> you are four for five. <laughs> oh, okay, so tied for a second. You're tied, for, tied for a second. You tied a guy with a PhD. <laughs> Well, I mean, I have a bachelor's in film, which is a far more applicable degree for weed. <laughs> Too fucking funny. Man. Oh, hey, man! I know we kind of caught you last minute in the show, but it's it was great working with you the other week. I know we did something. Where were we that we we bumped? Was we did it? a we did a fundraiser for a baseball team in Hudson, New Hampshire. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was you, me, yeah, and, yeah. it was you, me, and Rob. That was so much fun, man. That was a fantastic yeah, was a good show. show. Speaking of that, where, where are you going to be this weekend? You working? Um, I do not believe I am working this weekend, embarrassingly enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> plenty of time to catch up on that fresh air. No, which one? You got after stew special. That's the one you got wrong, right? Oh, no, no. Lemon, lime, zing. Um, no, it was the zing. Lemon, lime, yeah, zing is a zing. crayon. <laughs> you saw you could change. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, man. Uh, I know you got to go back. You got to leave there. You're all. You're probably coming down anyway. Uh, but you got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> so, but but hey, man, it's great having you on, even for the the 420 show. And uh, I want to get you back on. We'll do a longer segment. We'll have a fantastic time, man. Yeah, that sounds great. Always good shooting this shit with you, man. It's so fun. Yeah, had a bunch of fun. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, have a good one. All right, take care, Matt. That was Matt Barry, everybody. You can visit him on mattbarrysucks.com and all his social. Ah! There we go. There we go. Let him go. I hit the wrong button twice. <laughs> That's what I did. My God, this show, time flies when you're smoking pot. That's what I can say. So we're going to wrap up the show, guys. It has been a fantastic show. Now, I think, oh, I forgot to ask him what his favorite thing was. Oh, I'm going to get him. Now I got to call him back. Because now I want to find out what it is. Yeah, we're going to find out. 
me. See if he answers the phone. He might have shut his phone off. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Matt, I forgot to ask you. Yeah. What's your favorite nickname for pot? Uh, I used to have a code name in college whenever we were at a place where we wanted to smoke weed but could not talk about it. We would say, hey, the Flyers are doing really well. <laughs> so I would say... I would say the flyers is my favorite my favorite term. Kind of a code and a th- <laughs> the flyers are doing well. Yeah, I'm like a wind talker, man. I'm a smoke <laughs> smoking jack. All right. I think you know some that is I think the best. My brother said it was the sicky icky. Um That's a good one. Jason said it was it was the Hawaiian word for pot. Now I'm drawing it. It was po- poco loco. Oh, that one. I think that one might be my favorite because it kind of sounds like crazy chicken in Spanish. <laughs> Polo loco. <laughs> oh, it's poco lo loco. Oh, no. Oh, that's po- good, too. No, Not as good as poco loco. It's poco loco. Yeah, poco. Not polo. Oh, nice. See, poco, <laughs> crazy chicken is polo loco. This is poco loco. <laughs> poco lolo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think the polo logo. But that's the best way to call pot out. But I think the best way to smoke with somebody is to go, I think the Flyers are doing well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks. I appreciate the call back, man. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. You have a good night. Thanks, Matt. Bye. That was Matt Barry once again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I called him on <laughs> called him on a secondary to find that out. But so fun. So that's been our show, man. So I'm gonna have to give best pot call to Jason at Poco Lolo, <laughs> which sounds like crazy chicken, but it's not. Sticky icky, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like a, a sex thing. But I would go with Poco Lolo. The Flyers, are, that's the coolest thing to want to blaze. That's a cool one. But the Flyers are doing well. I like that. And Chris, I think, wins the game with 5-4-5. Five, five. And I'm going to have to give him... Uh, I was, I'll give him this. I did it! You win. Perfect. There's 420 somewhere. (laughs) So congratulations, Chris. You win the crayon or cannabis. And yes, you are. I think you knew them all, which is really fucked up. So, hey, guys, we got to wrap up the show, but it's been fantastic, man. So much fun. Let me tell you where I am going to be this coming weekend. Tomorrow night, April 21st, I will be at the Soho Asian Restaurant and Bar in Hudson. Speaking of Hudson again, uh, I won't be doing the fundraiser, but I'll be doing a fun show at the Soho Asian Restaurant and Bar in Hudson. And then Friday and Saturday, I will be at the Kowloon, nothing but Asian restaurants this week weekend for me front and i'll be working there with i believe paul d'angelo is headlining the show going to be an amazing an amazing couple shows this weekend so guys as always if you want to be a guest you want to leave a question or comment you can email the show at radio irregardless at gmail.com call the hotline 978-219-9294 now here's the thing 
Next week, I might do a show late, but my wife might be getting Businesswoman of the Year. And if not, we'll be back on May 4th, where I'll be broadcasting live from Calgary. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. There's 420 somewhere. <laughs> I know that. Hello, hello. Just got one ticket, eh?